0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Kit Terridge here with the VR Investment Podcast. We'll tell you in just a couple of minutes what happened in to the market today. More importantly, we'll tell you it's going to be going forward using the VR Investing System as our guide. VR Investing System still sits at 10 out of 12 screens bullish. That's back at the truck territorial pullbacks. The problem is we're not getting many pullbacks didn't today either. Another record-setting day today across the board, pretty much, except for the Russell 2,000. It's getting there. But uh, Dow Jones. S&P 500, NASDAQ all closed once again at all-time highs. Dow Jones up 137 at 28,377. That's up a half a percent. The point that we'll make there is that three years ago this month, I know a lot of long-term listeners here will know this. This is for our new people, so we get to kind of pat ourselves on the back a bit here. Three years ago this month, after Trump was elected, uh, just after he was elected, I wrote a book about it and uh, then made a forecast slash prediction, which is, obviously that's all that it is but you know what we happened to get it right we said in the first two years the dow jones would hit 25,000 under trump's presidency we were calling it the trump economic miracle back then we got that right the dow jones surpassed 25,000 in the first two years then we said by the end of this year by the end of me 2019 the dow jones would break 30,000 and as it stands today, we're 5.5% away from hitting that target uh, at 28,376 day, 5.5% left to go. That's in like, uh, what do we have, uh, uh, 10 trading days left? So uh, we're going to have to get a little fortunate to hit that level, but you know, we're pretty close either way. And it, our longer term goal uh, targets are, are equally out there a little bit. So end of next year, 35,000 on the Dow. And by the end of Trump's second term, assuming he wins. Uh, Dow Jones 50,000 plus. We believe that'll be on the low side. We're actually expecting something more like 60,000 plus on the Dow by the end of 2024. We, we've been ultra bullish for a long time. Nothing we see changes that view whatsoever. We remain very bullish, but we are overbought right now. We're redlining on the markets. Uh, I'll talk about that more in just a minute. But we're getting to the point, like nosebleed territory, where it's a kind of a danger zone to buy, at least based on our discipline. And we're not saying it's a sell signal. Not time to get out. Might be time to be smart. Maybe uh, delay some new purchases here. You should already be positioned, right? That's, that's how we are. We're fully positioned, buying on pullbacks, uh, but we're not adding new positions or adding two positions. Uh, again, gains across the board, all-time highs. S&P of 114 points today at 3,205. NASDAQ up a big 59 points at 88.87. NASDAQ was the, the leader again today up almost 7 tenths of 1%. And it's led by the semiconductors. You know, it's just really a remarkable run. They've been on up uh, eight-tenths to 1% today, leading the way. Uh, semis lead tech. Tech leads the market. It's been that way for a long time. There is this, this market showing no signs of wanting to slow down. This is a beast of a bull market. Uh, it's a freight train of a bull market. And uh, bull, in my experience over 34 years of doing this, I can tell you one thing I know really clearly Markets that get overbought and keep going higher, there's no more bullish sign. This market had the opportunity to sell off. We got the China trade deal phase one. Everybody had been waiting for that. It's so common to see a buy the rumor, sell the news event. It happens throughout my career almost all of the time. Didn't happen here. Market paused a little bit and then boop, back up again. Also, we had an opportunity for a sell-off on the impeachment market. was completely in phase. And, of course, we all know what a joke that is anyway. But still, the market wasn't rattled at all. Global markets either, by the way. So this is a bull market everywhere you look. And, uh, again, we are overbought. But here's what's happening here. And we shared this with our clients this morning. We think this is a really important point, And we've written about this for a long time. So think about the period from 2001 to 2016, that 15-year period, it's the worst 15 years in the history of our country. Think about this. 9-11, we had a recession after that. Then we had the Middle East Wars, $7 trillion spent, 6,000-plus soldiers killed, 130,000 soldiers wounded, not to mention everyone killed here in the U.S. From, on 9-11. Uh, then we had the financial and housing crash. That, w- that resulted in a two-year depression. For everybody that says it was, a great, it was a Great Recession, no. It was a two-year depression. Now, I can back it up with facts. Uh, we've written about this often over the years. It was a brutal period that's been brutal for a long time for a lot of people to get out of. That's the way depressions work. We also had $4 trillion in QE, $13 trillion in added government debt, destruction of our health care with Obamacare, and the opioid crisis ongoing now. 15-year period. We can't think of a worse 15-year period in the history of the country. So the point being, it's completely understandable that investors have been bearish forever, right that they don't want anything to do with the market. Yeah, you know, I talk to millennials that our boys are that age, and I talk to them and like, "You know what? we're starting to get interested in stocks now, but you know we've got some money saved, and, but we're just so afraid because we saw what our parents went through. We grew up watching our parents fight about money, obsess about how much their house price dropped over the last few years, right? The money that 401k had lost in the market, uh, the constant worries about the next big crash. So it's taken a long time for people to get excited again about the potential for economic growth and the potential to have a good life again. This, is not, this cannot be understated in our view. It's why, again, if you've been with us, we have talked about this for many years. And so it's a process The point i'm trying to make here is that process is also the evolution of a bull market it's it's how they work and so now people are starting to come back in we see it everywhere we look right some of the fun flow numbers i don't frankly trust to be candid with you but when i see uh, a new new companies like Robinhood, the first uh uh, no commission brokerage firm a year ago they had a million accounts they have 10 million accounts now we're we're seeing record-setting accounts at brokerage firms all over the world so this is the Trump economic miracle that is kicking in. Investors are feeling it's finally safe to go back in the water. They feel like they've got a president that's got their back. And, folks, I'm going to throw something else out to you, too. No one's really talking about this, but, you know, the markets are a discounting mechanism. So it kind of dawned on me last night that, you know, okay, we had, we've got the impeachment, but look what else happened. The Dems folded on a USMC trade deal. Just folded, like a house of cards. And they also agreed to a budget deal. As bad as that budget deal may be, they did agree to it. Out of nowhere, after fighting Trump not wanting to get him any victories going into 2020, they finally, very quietly, agreed to those. And if you notice, they haven't made a big deal about it, right? But they did do it. So what? What about what's the possibility that next year, not after the election, but next year, maybe even in the first quarter of next year, we finally get... Our infrastructure deal, which we've heard is rumored to be at least $1.5 trillion in size. So as, as a discounting mechanism, maybe this is what all-time highs, day after day after day, are telling us uh, about what's happening. Uh, you know, the, market, uh, the market is the, the best leading economic indicator that there is. It leads everything. It tells you what the future is going to look like. Uh, we've made a career off of that here. So uh, I believe that's the, the best smart money trade there is. If you want to throw that out there, we think there are a lot of reasons why this melt-up, which clearly this is what this is, could carry on. As skittish as we may be as contrarians, buying at all-time highs after all-time high, you know, you have to evaluate what is the market seeing. And I think there are, first of all, a lot of positives. And, And it's great to see investors coming back into the market. I can tell you our growth here has been extraordinary because, well, yeah, we beat the markets every year. That helps. Uh, and, yeah, we're big Trump fans, unapologetically huge Trump fans here. But we, we've had a good feel for the markets because we've understood, as we called it a couple, of three years ago, the power of the Trump economic miracle. I lived through it with Reagan. I saw what happened there. After the first couple years of Reagan's tax reform, boom, here comes the growth. The stock market doubled in two and a half years. So that's, that's, that's what I have to reflect on. And uh, anyway – a lot of reasons to be bullish folks. But again, we are at extreme overbought territory. So it's not it's not easy if you're trying to get in. That's the nature of a melt up. They don't give you a chance to get in. Uh, let's get to the internals today. Uh, internals today were again rock solid. They just they just don't slow down. And this is the foundational strength of the market. Uh advanced decline today was about one point five to one positive. Uh, and volume also about in that range, about one and a half to one positive, and new fifty two week highs to lows. We had Roughly 340 more companies hitting new 52-week highs than lows. And that's what you'd expect with these all-time highs. But it, it is a sign that the market continues to broaden. More and more companies hitting 52-week highs, and the 52-week low list is getting to be you know pretty, pretty empty. Uh, what else today? Let's look at uh, our sector watch today. Sectors, about what you'd expect today, uh, 9 out of 11 sectors higher led by real estate up just over a percent, communication up eight-tenths of one percent, tech, again, leading the way up seven-tenths of one percent. Uh, utilities were slightly lower, energy, again, we're talking about fractional, fractional losses there, not even worth talking about, to tell you the truth. Uh, let's look at our futures uh, uh, watch today and commodity watch. First of all, Bitcoin today is trading at 7157 down $100 a Bitcoin. Oil continues to surge higher, closing today at sixty one thirty. Up 37 cents a barrel. Gold today, up $4.30 announced at fourteen eighty-three. We like this group a great deal. Global reflation trade. We like the precious metals and base metals. Uh, we like oil. We, uh, this is a bull market of everything. you got to pick and choose your favorite spots. Uh, we think there's a big, big move coming in this space, uh, in the global reflation trade space, as the global economy continues to pick up speed Always follows the world. Uh, U.S. U.S. leads, the world follows. That's, that's the way it's been since World War II. It's the way it is now, we believe. Silver finally today, up 7 cents an ounce at $17.12. Folks, that's all we have time for today. Hope you had a great day. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.